Logistics is transforming our lives and the way we do business in today's ever-changing economy. If your company or community thrives on the quality of your logistics, then we'll give you a peek behind the curtains to the topics and people who are driving this exploding industry. You're listening to the Logistically Speaking GT podcast, produced by Global Trade Magazine and sponsored by the World Economic Development Alliance. You can listen to all our GT podcasts at www.globaltrademag.com or join the thousands that have downloaded our app in the Apple iTunes store. Now, here's our publisher and our host, Eric Kleinsorge. Eric Kleinsorge. Welcome. I'm Eric Kleinsorge, your voice for Logistically Speaking, and I want to welcome all of our listeners to this special GT podcast episode. Today, I think you're going to really enjoy our topic and special guest. We're going to take a deeper look into doing business with ports. And when considering ports, you really need to take a look at the diversity one can offer your business. When considering all the ports around the world, it didn't take long for one particular port to stand out. We're traveling to Tampa Bay, Florida to take a look at Port Tampa Bay. And who better educate us on the port than Raul Alfonso. Raul is the Executive Vice President and Chief Commercial Officer for the port and has over 30 years of professional experience in the port's maritime industry. And when you want to talk diversity, his background speaks volumes. Raul has worked for the ports of Miami, Florida, Freeport, Bahamas, Balboa and Cologne in Panama, the port of Jacksonville, Florida, and finally, for the past six and a half years, Port Tampa Bay. In addition, Raul is a proud graduate of Florida International University and fluently speaks Spanish, English, and Portuguese. He served as a port maritime and logistics expert and has a long resume of speaking engagements, both domestically and internationally. I'm really excited about today's episode, so with no further ado, Raul, welcome to the show. Well, thank you very much. I am very excited to join you, too. It's great to be part of, of your great magazine and this podcast. And let me say, this will be my first podcast ever. So let's hope that it goes well and we have fun and your listeners can enjoy it. Oh, I'm sure they will, Roel. In global trade in the shipping industry, we know that every port is just a little bit different from each other. So set the stage for us. Tell us about Port Tampa Bay and its cargoes. When you speak of ports and, and then you're, you're looking and you have to say, well, are we a container port or are we a, a cruise port? Are we a, a bulk port? Port Tampa Bay, it's all of it. We are Florida's largest port by the cargoes that we handle. Over 37 million tons of cargo commodities from bulk, liquid and dry, brake bulk, containers, automobiles, and we also have several shipbuilding and repair industries, and we go as long as well with our cruise industry, nearly 1 million passengers. So totally diversified. Overall, we are Florida's largest port in tonnage handle, but also in land. Over 5,000 acres uh, encumber our footprint. So our terminals are diverse, very efficient, and with room for growth. But and I say, but when you talk about ports, a lot of your listeners may say, well, we don't know much about Tampa port. It's not a port like Charleston or Savannah or Miami. Those are mainly container ports. Port Tampa Bay is growing. And what we are heading for in our master plans and our strategic plans is based on a great vision and support that we have. 
You know, I'm glad you said that because we have a lot of diverse listeners out there also, both large and small. Would you say that the port's ideal for one or the other, or is it is it welcome to both large and smaller customers? Well, for both. If you take in consideration, we are Central Florida's energy uh, hub. We provide liquid petroleum products and, and gas to airports, both in Tampa and Orlando. Uh, we are the energy source as well as a key component for the tremendous building and construction industry in Florida with uh, all types of materials from steel products, aggregates, uh, cement. We handle a lot of fertilizers that are exported out of our port. Millions of tons of fertilizers go into many countries from here. And also we handle, on a more modest basis, containers. And and that's one of our major areas where we are looking for for growth. Our customer base encompasses a lot of major corporations, and we serve from everybody in the energy, building, and consumer products industry that is based around central Florida. They are a customer of ours. Okay. Awesome. So, you know, when you're talking about containers, you know, everything's talking about going global. And two of the top five containers, container carriers worldwide just recently announced that they begin direct Asian service to Port Tampa Bay. What's behind this? Purely growth. Uh, and this is a major part of our vision, our strategic plan. As we become a major supply chain solution to our great market. When you take in consideration the state of Florida, uh, which is, has now surpassed the state of New York for number three in the nation, the fastest growing market and the largest consumer market is in our backyard. What we call the I-4 corridor between Tampa and Orlando, it's home to over 200 distribution centers within an hour's drive serving this huge consumer market. So our strategy for the container consumer product industries, both for food, be it refrigerated or dry cargos, is a supply chain strategy. Is to be able to provide a better solution to this market that is demanding this type of services. So for several years we have doubled in the container business but It has been in the last few years where we have really invested in our infrastructure. We added post-Panamax gantry cranes, and we have presented this opportunity, and we feel so fortunate to have both Costco Shipping Group and CMA CGM now bringing their direct Trans-Pacific services for the first time to Port Tampa Bay to serve this great market. We have worked together with other ports, along the U.S. Gulf, in what we call the U.S. Gulf Advantage. And together with the ports of Houston and Mobile and the Panama Canal, we have worked together to enhance what we can present to the U.S. market as far as from the Panama Canal expansion, the ability to bring larger post-Panama ships to key ports like Houston, Mobile, and Tampa to serve our great markets. We look forward to these services, the great support that they are receiving from the BCOs, the beneficial cargo owners in the region, and we believe there is a lot more to grow. 
from there. So we, we're very, very enthusiastic about the next few months and the next years to come on our container business strategy. Yeah, and, and you really do bring a team, you know, with the, the Ports of America, the state of Florida, and, and uh, U.S. Customs and Border Control. What kind of benefits does that teammanship bring to customers also? This is uh, when you have partners from both the private sector and government agencies on our state, we invest together to improve our infrastructure. Well, uh, our, our plan, long-term master plan, is a $380 million plan for our ports, many terminals. When you have a partner like Ports America investing with us, the largest terminal operator in North America that is investing alongside the port and our state because we are a great asset for the state, not only for our Central Florida region. We have tremendous support by U.S. Customs, Border Patrol, USDA. We have also uh, entered now or have gone back. Port Tampa Bay used to handle produce perishables in the past, and for many years we haven't. So now as part of our strategy, we're also now attracting produce from different type of uh, supply chain solutions from Latin America and specifically from Mexico. And I would like to speak a little bit about that because if you look at the Mexico trade with the U.S. and especially Florida, over 90% is overland by road and rail. We all know about the congestion along the ports. And we have now two new Mexican services calling weekly, regularly at Port Tampa Bay offering the shippers new solutions, fast transit times, efficient port operations together with customs and USDA for clearances and efficient inland transportation for deliveries to their last miles. So I was going to say it's quite state-of-the-art in, in its technology, and it's, it's fairly new. Can you talk about yes, some of the state-of-the-art benefits that it's yep. bringing? This, uh, this facility, uh, our partners there is a group of Port Logistics Refrigerated Services, private local investor and developer, and we are being able to now serve the food industry with these efficiencies that you have on dock, 130,000 square feet of refrigerated facilities with USDA inspection, with fumigation services, and all the efficiencies that you should have right at the hands of the shippers. So reducing transit times, reducing operating times, inland transportation costs, which is at the bottom of all our solutions, is, is tremendous. When we work together with our partners and we uh, go to the beneficial cargo owners and we showcase this facility and our port terminals and the operational efficiencies, we're talking about numbers that are very significant to any supply chain. For example, operational efficiencies and inland trucking savings of on the average $800 per truckload versus other points of import and distribution. It's a sound strategy. It is playing to all the new supply chains like e-commerce, like finding new solutions. So what this port is doing and our great team and our partners is we are changing the way the shipping industry and the port industry operate here in Central Florida. 
I'm, I'm very proud to be part of this this group. That's great. Now, taking a look at my notes here, and I, I see P5, and the port recently completed a huge infrastructure project, and you're calling it P5. What's that mean? We're all familiar with the term of P3s and, uh, you know, the private-public partnerships, and, and usually takes uh, three partners. In this case, there were five partners. We have the state of Florida. We have the federal government with the U.S. Corp of Engineers. We have Port Tampa Bay and two private sector partners, Tico and Mosaic, two of tenants and users of the port. So that P5 is a partnership of five entities that work together to realize this tremendous project. And we're very happy to say that it was just certified last week and is ready for operation. So very significant for our users that will be able to navigate and utilize larger vessels and improve their economies and operations in our port. That's awesome. Now, if, if I'm a listener out there and I want to take something away from this podcast, um, what's the number one thing you'd really like to have people know about Tampa Bay? Opportunities. Opportunities for growth, for long-term planning, for better supply chain solutions, and a team that will really work together with our customers who we call our partners. We are changing, we are aggressive, we are visionaries, and we have a great team. And I'll exhort any one of your listeners who deals in the port maritime industry, supply chain, serving Florida and beyond, to take a look at Port Tampa Bay and the new opportunities that we are offering. I have been fortunate in my career to have worked with a lot of great teams, always creating new networks. What we're doing here at Port Tampa Bay, I hope that one day we'll be setting an example for many, many ports. And we have a great group of workers, a great group of partners and customers that were all embarked in this great, great vision. Yeah, Raul, you've been a great partner of Global Trade, and, and we really appreciate you. And, uh, you know, a lot of our listeners might want to get a hold of you or find additional information. What's, uh, what's one of the best ways or what's the best way to make contact and begin a, a potential business relationship with you guys? Well, we have a great website, www.portb.com. They'll find all information and contacts uh, from our team, myself, and all our terminal facilities and the services that we can provide. So I look forward to be contacted by any of your listeners. Do you have that 1-800 number? 1-800-741-2297. That's really great. I do appreciate I know you're a busy individual. I know the port is uh, humming along there and keeping you busy and, and keeping all of its customers in line. So I want to thank you for stepping out today and, and spending some time to educate us about the opportunities Port Tampa Bay offers. I hope all of our listeners will reach out and, and get in contact with you for their needs and uh, hope you'll be able to join us again for another episode in the future and, and tell us more about all the opportunities there. I sure hope so. I thank you very much for the opportunity. Thank you. I enjoyed it. Have thank a great you. day.
You've been listening to the Logistically Speaking GT podcast. We want to thank all of our astute readers of Global Trade Magazine and thank all of our great advertisers that help make this possible. Remember, you can subscribe and find all our GT podcasts at www.globaltrademag.com. We hope you'll return next time for another great episode of Logistically Speaking. Don't forget, globaltrademag.com's daily news and information is ranked number one by Google.